Blog Talk Radio. Somebody out there got a dream. Somebody out there got a dream. Somebody out there got a dream. Sometimes it fixes itself before, sometimes like tonight, it doesn't. So, uh, 
saw you on there. I was talking to you, but um, you weren't talking back. All right. Well, <laughs> well we got it together. We got it together. We go. How's it going? How's it going otherwise? Well, hey, it's going well. You know, it's going well. I can't complain. You know, we are on the uh, the verge of my favorite uh, holiday. Uh, so I know we have, we got a couple things we're going to talk about a little later on uh, dealing with that. But um, you know, I definitely want to jump in and talk to you about the um, this, this anniversary, man. This is our, again our anniversary month. We are uh, completing our second year, about to go into uh, our, our third year, man. And I just want to kind of you know get, get some of your thoughts on the last two years and kind of start start with, uh, to paint the picture of what you want to see uh, coming in year three of the Ryan and Brian show. Well, you know. D- just like uh, every year, uh, I want to get bigger and better guests. Uh, I, you know, it's been a dream of mine to have a, a member of New Edition on our show, so that's going to continue right. to, be, to be a dream of mine, man. I, I haven't been on my Twitter game um, trying to connect with these guys, but, you know, you put out in the atmosphere, and it'll and it'll definitely come. Uh, I'd love to really get the blog cranking, and, and you know, a lot of these things are, are, are getting us, you know, preparing us for, you know, the big time, so... So that's, you know, it, for the next year, I definitely would say that those are a couple things, bigger guests, and then also to really get our, our blog rolling where we want it because it, it's been really good to be able to share a lot of information with folks and insights. How about you? I'm sure you have some big plans yourself. Yeah, definitely, uh, you know, I piggyback on the things that you said and also just really you know, I want to I see us expand our reach. Our, our listen, we have a strong our listener base uh, that seems committed to following us every single week. Uh, but I definitely want to see us grow. I want to see us reach places. Uh, the, the, the beautiful thing about being an Internet radio show is that we're not uh, regionally bound. We're not geographically uh, bound to a certain area. So people all over the world literally can listen to our show. Uh, so I would love uh, over the next year for us to expand uh, outside of just even North America, you know, just expand. I really want to see the Ryan and Brian brand itself. Uh, grow because you know we 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 do more than just radio. You know we have a lot of things uh, that we do outside of this show. Uh, we're going to get to that even uh, tonight later on the show as well. And I just want to see you know us being able to uh, allow God to use us in other ways, and, and He's given us this awesome platform. So I want to see others benefit from uh, you know us being able to just uh, share in different ways. So I'm looking forward to that over the next year, and we definitely going to have to get <laughs> um, a new addition on the show in year three. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Look, hey, I'm persistent, man. You notice, notice, notice the persistence. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So, absolutely. So, man, we want to. Um, let's see here. What's next? We want to uh, go on. The big, big news, man. We got a big announcement to make. Uh, well, I guess it's. I don't know how big it really is, but we have an announcement to make, <laughs> nonetheless. Uh, you know, we normally have our, our holiday mixer, and we talked about this uh, last week. We wanted to announce uh, the information on the holiday mixer, the R&B holiday mixer. We do a couple of live events uh, every year. Last year we did the holiday mix for the first time. It was great. We had two parties in, uh, no, we had one party in two cities. Uh, but this year we we did something different. We're going to do something different. We're not going to have the holiday mixer in in December uh, that like we normally do. Or maybe it was even with, uh, November when we had it last year. But what we're going to do this year is we're going to have a special R and B inauguration event because uh, I'm going to let the cat out the bag, man. This is all official and everything. Uh, you you and Janelle, where y'all gonna be on inauguration, man? Yeah, we're gonna be in Washington D.C., man. We're gonna be we're gonna be out in the cold, uh, bringing in the <laughs> the, the second term of uh, Mr. Barack Hussein Obama, my my uh, pseudo namesake. 
So I'm I'm just flat out excited. I know that uh, we booked our ticket on November seventh, man. We as soon as he won, we were so <laughs> elated. We I mean I mean we literally got there and booked the tickets because I remember last year saying I was going. I mean not last year, uh, back in oh eight oh eight oh nine saying that I was going, and I kept talking and talking and talking and just never did it. And and the, the day came and went. So I was blessed with the opportunity to uh, with another opportunity to see um, him inaugurated. And we're gonna go and see the first family inaugurated back into the White House. So we we got some some other uh, events that we're gonna be doing um, that I that I keep getting updated with all the time. <laughs> so so who knows all the things that we'll be doing. But uh, but we're gonna definitely have have some some things in store for folks. Yeah, it's funny because you talk about November seventh. Uh, I think Carl Rove was still um, yelling. It's not over. It's not over. And you guys are already booking your tickets. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think Carl, Carl Rove was still was still counting votes, man. and I know that Alan West was still counting votes. <laughs> we, we Absolutely, man. So, yeah, we're looking forward to that. So I'm excited um, about that event. It's, it's it's not often that you guys are able to get over here on on the East Coast. So those who are within driving distance and want to be a part of uh, the inauguration weekend is a ball that's going on as well uh, on the 21st that we're going to be a part of. I don't even know if you knew that yet, Brian. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but definitely, you know, uh, just just if you're going to be in the area, make plans to be a part of it and let's spend it together if you want. Uh, R&B is going to go ahead and uh, we're going to be there. So and that's another goal for, two thousand, for our, our third year, man. I want us to be, you know, we we got to get some um, media credentials, man. We got to be able to get access up in some of these events, man. You know, we, we got a voice, man. We want to go up there and cover some of these things. That's what we're supposed to do. So I'm looking forward to that in uh, year three as well. So but what we want to do, let's go to our, our normal third Tuesday segment. is our Apple a Day segment. We want to go ahead and uh, each each month we try to do a health segment uh, and, and with our great Dr. Maia Jackson. So uh, it's taken me almost a year to finally get the name right. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> we want to welcome Dr. Maia Jackson on to the show. Welcome. Thank you, sir. I was so excited for you to jack up my name so I can make fun of you, but I guess not. <laughs> not today. Gotcha, not, not today. So I did study like ah. three times before you went on here. <laughs> well, good. Well, Maia, you're, you're in the D.C. area. Are you going to join us for um, for the, the inauguration? Oh, absolutely. If you give me a new hat, uh, I'll be down. <laughs> there you go. Put <laughs> that on my tab. <laughs> yeah, I would like to say that, Brian, you know, y'all could have gone a little better and got your tickets before November 7th. You didn't think he was going to win? Well, you know. <laughs> oh, it's excitement. Anyway, this is the Apple of the Day segment. So. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> he didn't think, but, you know, and that's probably, we're going to talk about stress right now because that was probably, I know Brian was going uh, into the election with a lot of stress. Uh, a lot of things on his mind. So, Doc, we, we want to uh, talk to you uh, about that, specifically going into the holiday season. Um, this is Thanksgiving, time for family time. A couple of things we want to touch base with, uh, touch on rather, during this segment. The first thing is, is the stress of the holidays. Uh, this is supposed to be a, a, a joyous occasion, a time when families are happy to be around each other. Everyone's bringing their favorite dish to the dinner. Uh, you're all sweating inside the hot house. Um, but all of that joy brings stress along with it as well. 
whether it be the stress of just not getting along with people, the stress of all the travel. Uh, you know, we talked about it in our Facebook group about uh, just how how the family now is so separated, and, and now you have to go and do two and three stops to do your, your holiday tour to make sure you go to every family's house uh, just to show your face. Uh, uh, what what has been some of your experiences with, with dealing with that stress piece of the holiday? Maybe some advice you can give us on how we can make uh, this holiday season more festive and joyous uh, without all the stress. You know, in general, stress is something that is difficult to deal with for different people. Different things cause stress for different people. I have never really been stressed around the holidays. That being said, a lot of people are stressed for different reasons. This is Thanksgiving, of course, but then comes Christmas and money is tight. You have to think about, okay, I'm going to host Thanksgiving dinner, but then I still have to get my children Christmas gifts. So there's lots of different reasons to have stress. But one of the things we have to think, keep in mind is that recognizing stress is the first thing before we even deal with stress. There's lots of reasons to have stress, but to realize that you actually have stress, that you can move forward and do something about it, um, it's actually a big deal because stress can actually be called physical signs. You can be anxious. You can have back pain. People become depressed. They get fatigued. They have headaches. Um, and I know I talk about this all the time, but, you know, you can even even gain weight because you're stressed. So being able to consciously understand yourself and know when you're being stressed so you can step back and doing something about it is probably the first step. Um, I also think that, Simple things. Everyone knows it, but we just don't do it. So when you think about stress, don't worry about things you ha- can't control. So you're going to cook Thanksgiving dinner. You're going to have people over. You're going to go to somebody else's house. If you can't make it to everybody else's house, you, so be it. If you make something and it burns, so be it. It's either people going to eat it or they're not. They're going to like it or they're not. You could do it to the best of your ability, and if they don't like it, they're still not going to like it. Um, and then to Instead of feeling out of control, solve small problems. Um, for example, if you were, you've planned for eight people and someone, as always, calls and says at the last minute, oh, my cousin Jethro wants to come too, take one thing at a time. Don't worry about anything other than making sure he has some place to eat. Don't worry about where it is. Make sure you have enough food and just keep it moving. Um I, if you guys give me an example, I could probably do more, but I could just keep talking to you. You're very you know, silent. One thing, one thing, <laughs> one thing you're, you're, you're doing is you're making me realize that, that I'm just not very uh, perceptive when it comes to the holidays because <laughs> everything you mentioned, I was like, people get stressed out about that? Really? I mean, people get stressed out about that? Oh, man. Well, you never, you, but you're you know, probably like, I hope. Uncle Junebug, don't bring that green bean casserole. That never happened in your family. Well, you know, it's funny. I had, I had not, one aunt that used to never, nobody would ever eat her cooking, but that wasn't anything that I stressed over. I just never thought about she it. She probably did. But think about her. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm not very perceptive. I, I don't yeah. think about other people. I need to do that more because I'm like, hey, as long as I get a plate, I'm good. <laughs> but, but, you know, the diff- there's also a big difference between the women, excuse me, women and men and how they have stress as the holidays. Nine times out of ten, it would be the woman of the house that has to plan everything. Sure, you all chip in and watch a football game. That's great. But when it comes down to the stress of the holidays, I would have to say for Thanksgiving, more often than not, it would be the woman. But when the man stressed out about a lot of times is paying for things and making sure his kids are okay. So I think it goes both ways. But when you think specifically about holidays and planning, I think it's the women that have to deal with it. 
right? And for, for our um, female, for our, for our women listeners, I, I do want to say that she's speaking in generalities, not that men can't. <laughs> Because you know, you know how our, our listeners are, Ryan. They're like, wait, hold on, why is he? Do that, see that? But no, but no, Doctor um, Maia. What are some things like? Tell us, guys, what we can do to make sure that we're, I mean, at least uh, showing some kind of concern and, and, and understanding for the stress that is on the woman who ninety uh, percent of the women who who did plan the holiday. I think uh, the big one is to offer to help a lot. But now I also have to backtrack and say women always assume that men are just going to see a problem and fix it. So women also have to ask. All the time, myself included, I get frustrated because people don't automatically understand what I want, and I don't ask them anything, and I'm walking around like, why didn't you do X, Y, Z? But if I had just asked, it would have been done in the first place. So offering to help specific tasks is great. but And then don't get your feelings hurt when someone says no because you can't do it right. <laughs> Don't start an argument. Just say, okay, then what can I do? Right. See, I got that one yeah. wrong too, because I, I I figured that we could just give give her a back rub or something, but I'm <laughs> yeah, I'm way off. <laughs> yeah, and so the, one of the things is it's kind of late, but I guess you can do it for Christmas. But Thanksgiving has is going to be here in two days. One of the things is you really have to plan as much as you can when you leave things out to be done at the last minute. It can be stressful. Um, so for the best of your ability, prepare for every single thing that is going to bother you. And some people, they can do it on the fly, and they don't have to prepare. But if you know what type of person you are, you should probably go ahead and prepare for that. And everyone says that they don't have time. One really good thing is exercise. That relieves so much stress. There are chemicals in the body that are released when we exercise called endorphins. And it's actually, if somebody could recreate an endorphin, all the antidepressive medications, that's what they try to recreate in our body. So if you could exercise just a little, that would actually improve your day. Right. So yeah. what it sounds like you're saying is that, you know, when if the wives are getting stressed and they need help, <laughs> you know, really need to tell them, run and do it themselves. They get to exercise. <laughs> <laughs> exercise, run. Am I hearing you? Right. Is that not what you were mm. oh, about? Well, that kind yeah, of that was, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. You should continue. No, it's funny that you mentioned that. that hole. It's funny you mentioned that because, you know, you know the, the flip side of that is we do eat quite a bit during the holidays. And, right. you know, people people will will try to exercise. Other people use other methods such as starving themselves and saying, hey, I'm saving up for Thanksgiving <laughs> and then just going crazy. I, I know myself, I, I, I spend about a week stretching my stomach out so I'll, I'll eat a little bit more just so I can increase I, the Brian, the I'm going to need you not to talk about anything, gaining weight, at all. You're right. You're you just, right. You, okay, I, well, just well, keep well, over well, that part. I'm, I'm, look, I'm empathizing with with those that aren't blessed with my with my uh, genes and metabolism. However, <laughs> what, I mean, I'm sorry. With your absence people, of anything in those genes, is that what you said? <laughs> look, this isn't about me. It's about the listener. Okay, I'm trying to stay on oh, task. Oh, I'm sorry. Here. So my question though is, you know, is is exercise the the only way to to uh, to cut your calories or to, or to not pay so much for the amount of food that you consume? I mean, can you can you skip a couple meals early and then make up for it on Thanksgiving? How how does that actually work? The answer would be no. <laughs> so you 
if you want to, you actually should probably eat more of the correct things to increase your metabolism so when you do end up eating those large meals that you can digest it quicker and better. When you skip meals, what happens is actually your metabolism decreases and then you eat and your body feels like it's starving and it just holds on to everything. And how do we store energy? Fat. Oh, you're so smart. Who, who said it? Yeah, the answer the multiple, one multiple choice. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Look, I I was the one that said fat, and I don't even have an ounce of it on me, so I should get. You double. did well. Don't forget about your head. Was, was a, thank you, thank you. Was that a fat joke? Come on, man. <laughs> right, right. You know, my son is upset because uh, he, he he's already been talking about not eating on Wednesday so that he can have room uh, for Thursday night. Uh, so so that that I'll make sure he uh, knows that he has a fat head too. So, but um, let's talk about the food though, because Thanksgiving is our, our national, just act stupid, eat all you can holiday. So, um, wh- wh- what are some alternatives? Maybe yeah, I know you're not a, a cook, um, but what? How can you? I, mean, I don't mean. I don't mean. I mean, I don't think you can't cook. I just think you can't cook. I know that you're not a chef by trade, but. Oh, so baby. I don't want to ask you for recipes to replace, you know, I don't want to know about the, the tofurkey. But what are some, how can people manage their plates better? I don't make those healthy alternatives so that they're not being so um, gluttonous or killing their diets or, you know, laying on the floor uh, crying because their stomach's hurting. What do the strategies <laughs> on into the holidays? Well, every, doing, right? everything is okay in moderation. So, you don't have to fill up on all just stuffing or dressing. If you if you look at your plate and you try to fill up half your plate with vegetables, so if you have black-eyed peas and collard greens and that's half your plate, then you would have a quarter of your plate would be for some sort of carbohydrate. You could have dressing and mashed potatoes, sweet potatoes, whatever, and then you could have a quarter of it to be protein. The other thing is don't pile food on I have a tendency, my eyes are bigger than my stomach, and so I get all this food on my plate. I sit down and have five bites, and then I'm full, but I force myself to eat it. We shouldn't do that. And then another way is actually to think about what you're drinking because people take in a lot of calories that are completely empty by drinking. So if you have, let's say we have sweet tea. So if you have one cup of sweet tea, then the next cup should be water. If you have one cup of soda, then the next cup should be water. Anything you have... To drink, you shouldn't load up on the calories, if that makes sense. And since I'm not a cook, I will just I'll just pretend like I know this part, Ryan. But when you're preparing your foods, there's different. Who's laughing? No one. No one. No one's laughing. Go ahead. <laughs> there are different ways to prepare. For instance, you don't have to use ham hocks. You can use turkey legs or turkey wings that have been smoked. You can cook in chicken broth. You don't have to add fat into everything when you're cooking it. Um, so, a lot so a of big, the, a big question. Sorry to interject, but it's on my mind. So, so you said anything's okay in moderation. Are chitlins bad for you? Because I know, like Thanksgiving is like is like some people call it Turkey Day. In my family, they call it Chitlin Day because you eat turkey on other days, but chitlins you only eat on Thanksgiving. Are they bad for you, or are they okay in moderation? They're okay in moderation, as long yeah. as they're cleaned appropriately. Uh, you did. That wasn't the answer, and that wasn't the answer you wanted. No, no, that's fine. I mean, I'm yeah, not. I don't right. yeah. my lips anyway. I, I'm just wondering. Yeah, I'm family 
<laughs> I never I put them in either. Put it for my, my family members because I hear if you drop a potato in there, they don't stink. But I, every chitlin I've ever seen um, smells pretty. Bad. Every chitlin you've ever seen stink. Yes, every last one of them. Every last one. I don't know. I I don't really eat chitterlings, so what the? It is no worse than eating a ham hock or sausage. You think there's no chitlins in sausage? On, on that note, no, thank you, Dr. Ryan, for messing up my fit, my absolute favorite pizza topping with that last comment. <laughs> oh, oh, you put that on the list? I don't want to hear about that. No let's, okay, yeah. since we're talking about ways to eat healthy, and I always like to talk about obesity, let's talk about kids and what they eat. How about we pay attention to what children are eating? And if mm-hmm. you can be good models to what your children are eating, it's fantastic. For example, if you just get a plate of something, put all vegetables on it. I can guarantee your child will come and ask for something on your plate just because of the simple fact that you're eating it. Gotcha. Well, that, that's good. I, I, I Right now I have that stank face on like the kids have when they see all the vegetables <laughs> because at Thanksgiving the last thing I want to eat is the vegetables, but I totally Are you really? Understand. Are you serious? You, Man, you don't like green? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm crazy because I just like all the carbs. I don't. Well, we're, we'll talk about this later. But I, I don't. I'm not big on the turkey and the stuff. I, I just like the dressing and the sweet potatoes and all. And I'm not really messing with the green beans. Like, who wants green, green beans on Thanksgiving? I don't know. I don't. But anyway, that, that's that's yeah. another topic. Well, let's and, just point and, out that yeah. you should be having five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. Well, five. Eat them for breakfast. I mean, when you had a half plate of uh, vegetables, yeah, that kind of threw me too. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> you, Brian really doesn't wow. like vegetables. <laughs> I know how you're over there. Oh looking. my! Well, okay. I want you guys both to go to myplate.gov. Just so you know, we no longer use the food pyramid. It doesn't exist mm-hmm. anymore. So it's myplate.gov, and it shows you how you should fix your plates when you're eating. And yes, half of your plate should have fruits and vegetables on it. All right. Uh, that was not a resounding or overwhelming. No. I'm gonna do it, but you know. I'm familiar. I have. Well, we both have kids. My kids are brought at home. They they eat much healthier than than uh, I do. I can't speak for Brian's kids, but um, yeah. But yes, say that I understand. I, I feel you. You may well, I didn't hear Brian say anything. Yes, I, I I definitely feel you too, Doc. I promise that I will um, put vegetables on my plate and get a physical right after Thanksgiving. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but I'm sure I've said this before. It's people like Brian that really need to get their cholesterol checked. Yes. Because they, they, they physically in, look well, but they always eat whatever they want, so they should make sure that their cholesterol is okay. But we can discuss that another day. Yeah, and actually, will. just so yeah, you know, you don't have that. to be fasting to get your cholesterol checked anymore. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Maia. We, as always, we appreciate it. We look forward to seeing you in um, January. And you're not going to be in town for Thanksgiving, I take it, so I'll have to c- catch you another time. Um, yeah, when, when it's warm, time. I'll be there. there. Okay, awesome, awesome. All right, you guys have a good one. Happy Thanksgiving. Hey, All right, thank you. Thank you. Eat well, bye. All right, bye-bye. All right. She said eat well. She didn't say eat a lot. But. Right, exactly. Like like a half plate of look, she about to mess up my Thanksgiving, talk about half plate oh, of no. vegetables. 
As long as my kids aren't listening, man, because I don't. I mean, and I like, and I do like vegetables, but Thanksgiving isn't the time when I'm trying to load down my plate with vegetables. <laughs> but she's right. I mean, some things that some things we do need to do for the good of our children, even if it's not, you know, the thing that we would always do. So eat your vegetables and, and go when they're asleep. Go back and get you that third helping of the man. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. There you go. Solution oriented. That's what I love about you. <laughs> oh, man, let's, let's go in. Uh, let's talk a little more about the holidays because uh, you, you brought up a great subject in our Facebook group uh, earlier this week about the holidays and just, um, you know, where uh, as we now are that generation of our family, which we're the adults in our family, we're kind of that next generation where um, the, the, the parents and the aunts and uncles' houses we used to go over as kids, you know, they're all either uh, getting older or passing away, and then the, the torch is kind of being passed to different people. As we, we are upwardly mobile families, a lot of us don't even live in our home cities anymore. Um, so so the, the the families are more separated now. You know, we're not really uh, seeing those big family dinners like we used to, uh, some of us used to growing up. I mean, you post a very a very depressing thread. <laughs> I was going to say, you said it was depressing. That was good. I'm wondering... When you had your chance. Yeah, no, you know, the more I talked about it, I was like, no, that actually was a very depressing thread. Um, but I wanted to kind of take from that and talk about the family traditions and, um, you know, what, what and I, I was kind of hesitant to bring this up, but you and I talk frequently, so I know, uh, you know, this is kind of, this is going to be your first holiday season dealing with uh, the, the loss of your mom. What are some of the things that you're looking to do this year that maybe were traditions or maybe something that's different? For your family uh, going into Thanksgiving this year. Yeah, you know, actually, we're we're kind of doing some of the same stuff, and that and that was, um, you know, that was uh, kind of a, a, a last minute decision. Really, to be honest, I would I'd love to do something just totally different because mm-hmm. um, because with if you do something totally different, it's just different. It's not the same thing without. <laughs> Without that person, honestly, so it's like, man, you know, I, we usually don't go to Disney World for Thanksgiving. Wow, this is fun. It's not, hey, you know, we're at this table. Mom used to sit right there, and we're oh, the you, know, you know, that kind of thing. So, um, so usually we, I mean, that's what that's what I would ideally like to do. You know, sometimes in, in these types of situations, you have to defer. Uh, so I kind of deferred to my dad on this, and you know, he he really wanted to just stay home. So, uh, so that so that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna go uh, with with some with some family members. Usually, I'm, we're the type that go to several different houses. So uh, we're going to go to our, our normal houses. And, and, the, and the cool thing is that whenever I'm feeling down, uh, if there's anything that that can uh, get me in a better spirit, it's some good eating. And Thanksgiving is my absolute favorite holiday because I don't always eat a lot, but at Thanksgiving I mash, and, uh, and I'm looking forward to that. So, so that you know, we'll probably continue some of the same traditions uh, and and. Uh, this year, uh, definitely, because that's kind of what my dad wants to do. What about you? Because I know that, that you you shared something pretty interesting as well, just about, you know, the, the size of your family even growing up. Because I, I grew up with a really large family. My my parent or my uh, mother had, had five siblings, and they all were local, so we had huge dinners. But you were saying that yours was a little bit different, right? Yeah, well, you know, I grew up uh, normally, not normally, but um, my mother's side of the family, uh, our great-grandmother, uh, she was kind of the matriarch, and through her, she had four daughters, and those daughters had their kids. So that was the family, those those four daughters. Uh, so we all went to Big Nana's house growing up. And I, I'm trying to remember how old I was when she passed away, but um, 
you know, growing up, that was what we did. We all went over there as little kids. If you look at our uh, pictures growing up, that's where we all were at Big Nana's house. Uh, when she passed away, uh, the, the four daughters kind of did their thing with their family separately. Now all of the daughters have passed away. Uh, so you have now uh, those, that level of kids who, who were under those uh, daughters are all in their 60s. Some of them have passed away. Like my mom was in that generation, and she's passed away. Uh, so you have you have us. You have the cousins now who are kind of all in our mid-30s, older 30s, some of us 40s, uh, some of them 40s. But, um, <laughs> you know, and, and it's kind of like we, we've been in this this place where we, we've been married, you all have our families, and a lot of us end up going to in-laws. We, we, we've kind of let them adopt us as families. That's where we've been. Uh, so our family never really, hasn't really been, uh, had that, that really big uh, tight connection throughout the holidays uh, over the last several years. That's kind of how it's been. Uh, but, yeah, so, you know, growing up, we had it. Now now it's not really there. And we talk about it. You know, we, we, we all discuss ways to try to get it done. But what it all boils down to is once it's time to, to pull the trigger, when the wives say this is where we're going to go, that's where you end up going. So. Well, you know, I think you bring up a, a good point, and that's, that's one of those uh, things that make me really happy that I have uh, two daughters because when I, you know, trace my, my family back, we uh, my my mother had five siblings, but out of those five, three of them were um, were were sisters, and mm-hmm. so it was it was a female dominated family, and that's one reason why we all came back. It seems like pretty much the women uh, make the call on on uh, <laughs> on the holidays and, and tend to sit, stick closer to their family, which is um, it's kind of funny because it seems like we should almost take the uh, the woman's last name, you know, since those family ties end up being so much stronger. But anyway, right, right, but yeah, so so I I take some solace in, in that in the fact that or the the idea that when my daughters are grown and they have kids, they'll be at my house and I and I'll have the grandkids and all that, and perhaps my Janelle will be the matriarch of of the, our larger family because like you, things definitely have changed, and I don't know, you know, I don't know how to how to get them back, and and we're happy, we, we are happy with how. They are to an extent, but you always kind of reminisce about how things used to be. And, and, and it, it kind of goes to what uh, Dr. Maia said, where if the women are the ones doing 90% of the preparation, then you're going to the house where the cooking is being done. So, you know, it kind of makes sense. And, and I never thought about it because you just said it. Like, that's what, I mean, I just said it. My, my great-grandmother, there was she had two sisters, and then she had four daughters. So it was like, you know, it's all a female-dominated family as well. Uh, so... I'm with you on that part up until the name taken. <laughs> right. <laughs> but anyway, man, well, uh, uh, oh, 646-652-2647 is the number you can call in. Uh, if you want to join the conversation, have a question or comment, 646-652-2647. I normally forget to do that at the beginning of the show. But, um, you know, we talk about uh, the, the festivals, and we understand neither one of us are really looking forward to festivals, man. I, I know when it comes to Thanksgiving, I just have three requests. I need... Hot butter rolls. I need some slimy macaroni and cheese, and I need some sweet candy yams, sweet potatoes, candy yams, whatever you want to call them. I need them with the with the lignette, caramel, honey, marshmallow glaze, infused <laughs> and glazed. <laughs> right, right, right. I need those three things on my plate. I need yam, mac and cheese, and some rolls. Everything else, that's cool. That's extra, but that's what I need. What are you looking for for your plate, man? What are you looking forward to? In two days. Well, well, my dad makes the best dressing ever, and actually, 
one thing that we're going to do um, tomorrow night, I'm going to go uh, to his house and help him make it so I can learn to make it because I'm telling you, if okay. you've ever had this, it is it is awesome. So so I have to have that on my plate, and I, and I have to have – I'm the type – I need to have some cranberry sauce with my dressing. You know, I'm not a gravy dressing person. I'm a, I like the jelly cranberry sauce, o- ocean spray. You slice it real thin, put it on the thing, it just melts. So I, I like that. Um, I definitely um, love – the uh, macaroni and cheese, and um, and those are probably the the two staples. You know, I, I feel like every meal has to have that. I'm like you though. Like if you really want to set off the meal, the candy sweet potatoes have got to be there, and and that's actually my dish that I make now because I make them just how I like it. I put like a half a bag of sugar and a half and a bag of brown sugar. And, <laughs> But I like I like the ones that are cut up, you know, uh, yeah, kind exactly. of thin, and uh, and you know it has the juice and stuff. So so I, I definitely like that. And then you know the the funny thing, thing that I don't like, man, I am just not a turkey fan. Me neither, man. Look, I mean, people make such a big deal about the turkey. Number one, I'm not touching the white meat at all. You can have the mm-hmm. white meat. I'm not touching it. It's way too dry. I've never really had right. it. Sometimes if you it's fry it, it's okay. But, no, nah, I'm not eating that. And then, you know, I will eat the dark meat, but I'm not big on the turkey, man. I'm just not. Yeah. I'm not. Me neither. I mean, the white meat turkey is normally like you, you can could, you could suck dry mashed potato mix and make that juicier than some white white turkey. Uh, <laughs> now, fried turkey is, is normally uh, better. Uh, however, it's still turkey. You know, it, it's still turkey. I'm, I'm, I've always been a ham type, and uh, I'm making honey barbecue wings this year. So uh, this is my first one actually making something for Thanksgiving. Um, so kind well, of we, excited. Well, look, ironically, <laughs> we, we tend to have um, barbecue ribs. Like if it's okay. if it's nice out, I mean we'll and and it's going to be nice in Michigan. Actually, it has been for the last couple of years. We'll have a slab of ribs that we'll we'll have, and sometimes I'll eat some barbecue ribs with it. But yeah, turkey is is very overrated, and you know with all these these wild turkeys that are running around <laughs> in these cities chasing <laughs> people these days, man, it's making turkey even that much uh, less appetizing. Less appealing, right, right. <laughs> Exactly. I feel you on that one. It's like now I see you running down my street. I don't really want to eat that. <laughs> <laughs> but man, uh, you know, last thing about Thanksgiving is, is the the after party. <laughs> that is the after party known as Black Friday. Now I I don't know about you. I I had early Black Friday memories of going to Walmart with my mom to pick up 13 inch uh, color TV <laughs> for like 25 dollars. You know, <laughs> but um. I never have. It was fun, the excitement of it, the energy. And this was this was probably fifteen. I probably was still in college when this happened, so maybe eighteen years ago. You know, and and it was fun, it was exciting. Now it's just it's just ridiculous, you know. And I know um, having kids. I don't know if you've been in a situation where sometimes you like the kid just wants that one gift, and, and you try to go because some of the deals really are just that good. And I, I may have done it twice since my kids have been born, but at this point, man, it's like you know I'm just not doing that. You know, are you going to partake in the Black Friday festivities? You know, to be honest, I think I I may have done that once in my life, maybe. 
because I'm that's mm-hmm. one thing you know me man I'm I'm pretty simple with a lot of things and shopping is something I do not like to do like I'll go online and right. buy stuff so Cyber Monday is tight to me um, I, I I buy at least one thing on Amazon every week probably but uh, <laughs> but yeah I I don't I'm not going out I even I don't even like to Christmas shop like. I don't like a lot of congestion, you know, even at Hampton when we were in the cafeteria, if it gets too congested, I'm trying to get out of there. Only time I like to be around a lot of people is at the big house (laughs) watching the football game. So, yeah, so I'm not, I I don't do the Black Friday, the Black Friday thing. Uh, I'll try to get stuff for my kids uh, other times, but yeah, the Black Friday deal, it seems like to me, they, they, it's like a, I feel like I'm being duped anywhere, the people are being duped. It's like they have one TV that has the market right, on, and right. they're trying to get you in. They have, they they like lead you through this maze. It's like a rat race. It, it, this gets back to the, the the stress that Dr. Maia talked about. That gets my blood pressure up, and and I do need to get my cholesterol checked after I go to a Black Friday. <laughs> if I were to go to a Black Friday event, so I, I stay home. And I let my wife do it. I I, I hold down the fort because she actually just loves shopping like a sport. So so yeah. it's. it's so that's cool. That's cool. Now, one thing that I did I quickly touched on, I know we hadn't planned on talking about it, is football, man. You know, there there are a couple of really big games uh, that are going on. Uh, Michigan, yeah. Ohio State is this weekend. Um, you know, the, the Lions play every year on Thanksgiving, and it looks like we pulled another good opponent. So might be like old times. We'll end up losing on Thanksgiving. But uh, Maryland actually <laughs> – just entered the Big Ten, too, so I just want to tell you congratulations. I know that's kind of your college football team, or you didn't really have one, but maybe you can adopt them, and, and we can have yeah. a, a in-conference rivalry. It's funny you say congratulations, because I'm still perplexed by the whole thing. I think I've been so turned off by all the uh, conference shifting that's happened over the last two years or so. Uh, you know, and I, I root for Maryland, um, but you know, there hasn't been much to root for outside of basketball uh, as of late. So the only cool thing now is going to say, okay, we'll be playing schools like Michigan and, and other Big Ten schools. That'd be fun. Uh, Michigan was the one school I actually tried to uh, – I actually sent my football tape to to try to get a scholarship when I was coming out of high school. <laughs> That's when I learned the hard way what you want really meant. However, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, so like, I'm always been a water, fan of Michigan. I said, water boys submit uh, recruit, recruiting <laughs> <laughs> right, so you, you you threw how many? T- no, no, thank you. So yeah, but uh, so I've always liked Michigan. But so this will be fun. Yeah, we'll have more stuff to talk about. You know, I think it's always funny though uh, when we talk about sports where uh, you know you, you just sports normally go to the college level and then mine go to the pro level simply because that's who's good in our city. You know, but, uh, so that should be you know that, that should be fun, man. So. Um, Hopefully Maryland. I guess like I said, with Maryland, I look mostly for the basketball. I try to do things in basketball, not so much football. Um, for some reason, they just can't seem to recruit locally and keep people in Maryland. You know, the good players. So we'll see what happens. You know, we'll see what happens. Yeah. So. But we well we get we get some good Maryland players. Blake Connors is from Maryland, and um, and I think we we got another kid, a receiver uh, that we've been recruiting out of Maryland too. So hopefully that, that, that expands it. But you know it's big business, man. You know that Big Ten network, they want to get more subscribers out there on the East Coast. So Rutgers and Maryland are coming to the Big Ten and uh it's not Notre Dame who I thought was a perfect fit, but hey, you know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be progressive and look forward to it, not not be upset about it. So welcome to the Big Ten. Yeah, yeah. I think Notre Dame definitely should have been there, but uh like I said uh earlier, 
Now that they're number one team in the country, finally back to national prominence, I don't see them jumping into a conference anytime soon now. Uh, so, I mean, they don't really have to, but um, which is crazy to me. But, you know, I don't think you can like college football and not like the tradition and regality that is Notre Dame. You don't have to be a fan, but, I mean, that is the staple of what college football is, right? Uh, actually, it's it's uh, the maize and blue, but the winning the winningest football program in the history of college football. But um, anyway, I I, I like this. <laughs> yeah, I saw the picture. Yeah, nine hundred wins, right? Uh, yeah, good stuff, man. Yeah. Good stuff. All right, man. We um <laughs> we got a call. <laughs> All right. I wonder who this is. Peter, welcome to the show, man. Hey, Ryan. Hey, Brian. How are you guys doing? Hey, doing Great, awesome, how Peter. Are how are you? Oh, man, I'm doing great, man. Just packing, getting ready to hit the road with the parents tomorrow. We're driving down to Orangeburg, South Carolina. It's about a 12-and-a-half-hour drive, so we're getting out here about 4. We'll be there until about uh, Saturday morning and coming back. Hey, but, so it'll be nice so, to get away. So why, hey, Peter, now why are you driving? Are, are, are you uh, a flyer at all, or, or is it is it because of a fear? Or are you guys just trying oh, to... No, no, man. Uh, it's just, you know, these airfares are just insanely uh, ridiculous now with the prices, so... Uh, you know, just have to go economical like most Americans are. I was watching the uh, local news here in Detroit this evening. They were saying even at Metro Airport, the travel's down because these, these fares are just uh, just ridiculous. So, uh, yeah, I don't okay. mind the road trip, but, uh, you know, uh, I'm helping Dad out driving. So, uh, like hey, I said, Pete, what, what, uh, what, what food are you looking forward to most uh, for this holiday season? What's your favorite thing to have on your plate? Uh, I like turkey and uh, dressing, cranberry sauce, uh, green vegetable like green beans. Uh, uh, well, I'm not going to eat with uh, fam. Well, I'm I'm going to a restaurant, but if the family's cooking, uh, usually like green beans uh, with the onion soup mix in it, the French onion. Okay, so basically, you you like turkey, <laughs> turkey and green beans. You're the anti Ryan and Brian. Is what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that means. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Pete. Hey, y'all drive safe, man. Enjoy your holiday. Okay, guys. You guys be safe to everybody out there. If you're all driving, be safe on the road. Take your time and uh, watch out for these crazy people. And uh, once again, just be thankful for what you have. Awesome. All right, man. Will. Okay. Will. okay. Take care. All right. I love it. You know, you know, I had I had somebody that that, uh, that asked me last week if that was a real person. <laughs> if Peter was a real person, she was like, "Is that you? Is that you?" And I'm like, "No, it's the love doc in the flesh." Hey, I actually enjoy having him on each and every week, whether he's featured or he just calls in. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, and we didn't have time to really get into it, but I know that um, somebody in his family, granddaddy, great granddaddy, one of those boys, uh, used to be the president of South Carolina or something like that, University of South Carolina. Or, right. or South Carolina State, one of those schools, they they yeah. ran it thing. So, so yeah, Peter's, 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 a, Peter's a blue blood man. Don't don't get it twisted. That guy <laughs> goes back right. to the Mayflower absolutely. or something. Absolutely, man, absolutely. Well, listen, I want to um, there are a couple of things we'll skip over real quick. So I want to get to no, no, we'll, we'll talk about. We can't go and not talk about a couple of uh, things that we mentioned last week that kind of got changed up. First and foremost, man, last week we didn't have a lot of information on the whole. Elmo situation. Now, this, I mean, in one week, it's amazing how much comes out in a week and how much things change. Uh, now, apparently, you know, in the last week, we just heard that the guy made a statement and he repented. 
Now, apparently, he was forced to recant. He was paid $125,000. Now, he said he didn't really uh, mean to recant. He really meant it. Now, another accuser has come out, uh, come out, and now Kevin Class, the voice of Elmo, has quit his job. Mm. This is crazy, man. What? I, I don't even know, really. <laughs> Why do, here's, here's a question. I'm going to ask a computer question. Do you think, <laughs> do you think people will ever stop having sex with underage people? They always tell. So I don't understand, I mean, what what the deal is here uh, with, with this situation. Like, Other than, of course, you know, let's take out the sickness situation, maybe it's just something like that, but what is it, man? I mean... You know, I just I think if you if you really you really look like historically, I mean, people have been doing it doing that forever, and you know we have we have laws that are against it, and and you know people still want to do it. So you know that's one of those things where you you probably just you know, are attracted to that, and and it it kills me that people do that. But sure, I think it's going to always happen. I think that's one of those things that people just don't you know, use their, their impulse control on and, and, uh, you know, it, it's too bad for, for this Elmo guy, but if, uh, if he was involved with, with the kid, you know, you, you kind of reap what you sow. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I don't feel sorry for him one bit. I just, I think the story is just crazy, you know, and and that's why it's so, when you hear this kind of stuff, uh, you know, you just kind of got to take a step back and just let the story unfold before you start jumping on uh, sides and figuring out what's going on because at this point, you know, the more it comes out, the more shady it all looks. But uh, Right, and and, you know. and remember, if you recall, last week I, I even said that that's kind of what I do. <laughs> I just, I'm not, I'm right. not going to make a big old statement to begin with. I want to wait and see. But the funny, the, 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 it's not really funny, but the interesting thing that I tend to see is uh, is people are like, oh, no, no more Elmo. And I'm like, listen. There are probably there are at least <laughs> half a dozen people probably down at Sesame Workshop that could do Elmo's voice. It's like, right, right, Elmo's right. not going anywhere, okay? Right. <laughs> He's gonna like, be Elmo okay. himself didn't do it. Like what right. Elmo, Elmo, look, Elmo didn't do it. Don't stop buying Elmo dolls. It, Elmo, your 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 kid can have a tickle me Elmo, and and you don't need to feel weird about it. That's not Elmo. That was a guy who played Elmo. So you know. Elmo and Dorothy and and all of the all the bunch are still okay. Zoe, everybody. So Elmo's gonna be all right, folks. We don't we don't have to be worried about Elmo. I, I do right. pray for for the for the the people that are that are involved in the actual incidents. Um, but Elmo's gonna be just fine. Yeah. So and, and now writer news. Um, Hostess is back. Sorta. Of. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> Everyone now that you can't find any on the shelves right now. All the shelves are empty. Um, but uh, apparently, the the company and the workers have agreed to mediation, and they may just be able to save the company, man. That's great. That's great. This is a, this is a, another example of waiting for the information <laughs> to come out because when the when the story first came out, the first thing that you heard is that the unions weren't going to negotiate, so the company mm-hmm. had to close. And then, you know, a couple weeks later or a week later, you find out that there's all types of bonuses to the CEO and all this back payment and this kind of stuff that needs to be paid for. And, and you know, the the story is different. Shoot, the, the most impactful thing for me personally was that I'm thinking, hey, it's Twinkies. 
it, you know, I'm going to be all right. But then I've forgotten that those little mini donuts are from Hostess too, man. The little powder. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was like, yo, hold on, y'all gotta, y'all gotta do something. This is crazy. Man, I was, that's what I tell you. I was like Twinkies. I ain't had a Twinkie, and I don't know how I don't even like Twinkies. But then when right. I found out those little orange cupcakes with the cream in the middle. <laughs> And I, I was writing petitions on change.org. I was like, no, we got to fix this. Somebody got to bring it to go and negotiate get rid yeah. of my orange cupcakes. <laughs> my my those little the, the, the bag of the little white powdered donuts, I love them. I don't eat them that often, <laughs> but when I get them, they just melt in your mouth. So I'm so happy that uh, I'm so happy that we got our donut or that we might get our donuts back in your, in right, your right, orange, orange cups. Yeah, I got to get my orange cupcakes. So, <laughs> uh, uh, so you know, I wanted to end the show this week because, um, again, in, in the spirit of Thanksgiving and what we're thankful for, uh, both of us uh, do things outside of the business, outside of rather uh, the radio show. Uh, we both are entrepreneurs and have different companies. I wanted to uh, kind of talk to you about what you're doing right now. You are now a haberdasher. You are in the, the suit-making business uh, so not not you're not physically in there getting your Rapunzel on and you know uh, sewing suits up. But tell us about your, your new company, man. Yeah, well, uh, well, I I just joined a company uh, that, like you said, it makes custom suits, man. And I I always wanted a, a custom suit, and this is one where you actually can go online and design it yourself, measure yourself up, and and uh, and get a suit that's designed for you. So it, it was it was actually started by Boris Kojo. I know a lot of people are familiar with him. Uh, he's been in several movies. He was in that, that one spy show that got um, that got canceled. <laughs> people were kind of upset about it. But he started uh-huh. a company and, you know, we, we talk about the network marketing distribution model and, and that's the one that he wanted to use. So, you know, we, people talk about pyramid schemes, but tell you what, if you want to get your product out there, that's a good way. So I joined uh, his company and um, really because I, I like this, I wanted a custom suit and I wanted a discount so the the entry was low and and the selection was good so I'm still waiting on my first suit to come back and uh and I'll let you know how it goes but I I I'll, I'll put out the uh the website it's uh uh www.provar and that's p r o v a r style s t y l e dot alpha designer and that's a l f a designer.com so you could save the alpha jokes <laughs> Ryan Greig <laughs> I, I knew that was coming but provarsmile.alphadesigner.com come check it out you know if you if you're interested in clothes or you, you just want them for yourself like like me that's one reason I joined uh hit me up and we'll get you going and and now you now you're you've been talking about your book for a while you have a banner out that I'm rocking on my page uh for you know, as, as long as uh, between now, and whenever you release the book, probably off and on because you know how I am. But, right. <laughs> but anyway, the, tell us about your book, the, the pre-order, uh, and and really kind of what it's about. Yeah, well, uh, I'm definitely excited about it. My my new book uh, is called Create a Better You, and pretty much, you know, it's all about creating a better life. Uh, many of us are looking to to live a better life, We're trying to really walk in our purpose and really break through uh, just an average lifestyle, an unfulfilled life. And, and so this, you know, it really starts, like all my books, I, I share a lot of my personal story, uh, things that I went through in the last four years, especially uh, where I was just really in a dark place in, in, in a, 
a lonely, empty, lost place. And I share a lot of that, and I was sitting there just looking for direction, I, you know, asking God to really help me and show me what to do. Uh, and he, he told me, he said, if you want a better life, you must create a better you. So in this book, I talk about 12 elements, really, that, that must all go into the pot to creating a better you. And once you take that responsibility and really grow yourself uh, in, into the better person, then you'll you attract a better lifestyle that you're looking for. So I talk about uh, different elements, and, you know, as, as the shows go on, I'll share more in depth. Uh, with with each element, uh, the book is going to be released uh, at the end of December. So I'm going to do a virtual book signing, and then in January it's on. January I'm looking to go to Charlotte, uh, Atlanta, Richmond, New York, Philadelphia, uh, and D.C. So in Baltimore, of course, uh, for January. So it's going to be uh, getting the book out there. The website is www.abetteryoubook.com. www.abetteryoubook.com. Dot com and, and it's available for pre-orders right now. Uh, the book comes with a bonus audio uh, CD uh, along with it as well. So I'm just excited, man. This is going to be my fifth uh, book, my fourth uh, solo book. It's really getting back to uh, what I love to do, really getting back to what I was purposed to do and, and uh, creating uh, uh, the better lifestyle that I'm supposed to have and also helping people along the way. And, that, and that's the biggest thing is helping other people. I don't think that uh, the things that I go through are just for me but to help other people as well. So I'm excited about that, and that is going to be coming out real, real soon. Oh, that, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, I definitely look forward to it now. Is this uh, is this CD or this audio, is that you doing your murder in the hits, or are you talking about something else? <laughs> no, it's additional training uh, to the book. So okay. we read the book, but also the CD is, is just more training, uh, more in-depth stuff uh, that couldn't fit into the actual print pages. Uh, more so, uh, more training from that. So, yep, good stuff, man. All right, awesome. So, awesome. And what we want to do, um, we want to do something special today. I, I put out the call for those who have uh, businesses and they wanted to promote those in our R&B group. We put out the call today, and I want to go ahead and give uh, this this last couple of minutes to shout out uh, two businesses, no, three businesses that are in our Facebook group because you know we want to be, we want to give. It's Thanksgiving. We're Thankful, and we want to give. We want to give these uh, these three companies a, a, a little shine as well. Uh, first and foremost, our friend Tahira. She is the uh, CEO of Style by Tahira. It is a DC-based fashion stylist, image. She's a DC-based fashion stylist, image consultant for men and women. She offers personal shopping, clothes, uh, closet audits, personal styling, and more. Her website is www.flavors.me/tahira-styles, and that's T A. H I R A Styles. Then we have Alex Johnson, who is his company is www.answersdigital.com. This tutorial, how to operate any Android smartphone, makes for a great gift too. Sixty percent off. Uh, no, sixty percent of his customers are men. Uh, let's see, between forty-five and sixty-five. Thirty percent uh, women between forty-three and fifty-five. So www.answersdigital.com is the site to go to for that. For all the answers on how to use your Droid phone. And then, let's see here, we have Corinne Colger and her, uh, I don't know why I said it, her, her brother, whose name I don't see in front of me right now, but her and her brother <laughs> are the uh, proprietors of Noir, Noir Love. Is Noir or Noir? Noir. N-O-I-R, Noir Love. <laughs> Noir Love. We, yeah, we are a dating site that caters to African-American professionals. Our goal is to partner with professional and social organizations whose membership encompasses African-American professionals. So that's 
N O I R Love dot com. So you can go in there and find yourself some love, talk about relationships, find some good quality people there as well. So I want to give them all a shout out and wish them all the best as they close out 2012 and get ready for 2013 to roll in as well. So, Brian, as we close, I want you to go ahead and give out all our contact information so people can continue to follow us. Sure. You can follow us online, www.rybryshow.com, um, Twitter at Show. Uh, Facebook is facebook.com slash show. We also have a blog at ryebryexchange.com. Uh, thank you so much for your support. As always, we do appreciate it, and we'll see you next week. All right. Have a happy Thanksgiving. But it's all right now, gotta huff and buff and blow the walls right now. Don't aim for the block, aim for the stars. Neptune, Saturn, Uranus, and Mars. So even if you fall, you can land in the cloud. Better aim for the mansion and land in the house. Sky ain't the limit no more, look past that. See the finish line and then laugh that. Be the man where you used to get laughed at. God on it, who are they to say you can't have that? Even when you fall, don't give up, get up, pick up. You left, confess you a winner Keep 